Welcome to Retail Nightmares. It's another fabulous quarantine self-isolation episode. I am your co-ghost, Jessica Delisle. With me from her home is my fabulous co-ghost, Alicia Tobin. Hi. Hi. How are you doing? I'm fine. I went outside at a time when everyone was outside and I did not like it. Oh, shit. (laughs) That (laughs) sounds stressful. Uh, I'm very excited about our guest today. He is a person that I've wanted to have on the show forever. He's even been in Vancouver a couple times, but I had to do like a Sophie's Choice because he was here on tour with his band, his former bandmates, Sarah and Josiah Hughes. And I had to choose which one of them I wanted to ask to be on the show first. But he himself is a musician. He's a producer. Uh, He's part of the band Lab Coast. He runs a record label and performance series called Bug Incision. He's a very talented and uh, informative, (laughs) informed guy. (laughs) It's Chris Dadge. Hello. Hi. Hey, Chris. You're very kind. You're very kind. (laughs) Uh, I wanted to include in your list of... uh, accolades uh a person who can tell you the liner notes of uh any sure <laughs> any album who could who can tell you who was the session bass player on any random album that you want to ask about A- assistant engineer even come on let's go deeper <laughs> let's <laughs> <laughs> and you're you're in calgary i'm in calgary in mount pleasant in calgary in my basement you're coming to us from your home recording studio that's right, Childstone, Childstone Studios. Oh, I didn't know the name of it. It officially got locked down. It used to just be the numbers of the house that I lived in, uh, ah. but that was kind of boring, I thought. And uh, yeah, Childstone, I put it on a few grant applications, and then uh, my friend Marlena Moore made me a embroidered sign that says Childstone, and once that happened, I couldn't. It you had gotta. to be Childstone, yeah. It, it's, you it's, I'm looking at it right now. It's wonderful. Oh, is it as beautiful as the police blanket you have hanging on the wall behind you? <laughs> um, it's it's equally oh. beautiful. That police blanket is uh, something else. <laughs> it's it's uh, like a beach towel with a fringed edge, uh, and it's fully a sort of a towel-y sort of uh, <laughs> tapestry, and I, I love it. It was a wonderful gift. It's quite beautiful. <laughs> Are you a big police fan? I do love the police, yeah. And I, okay. I when I when I was a kid, they I, I went through a huge police phase. Most people who play the drums, uh, Stuart Copeland is the drummer in that band, and he's a beast, as we all know. So uh, I, I I was yeah way into them. Had the box set, um, yeah. Love love the police. I think you might have every box set. <laughs> I've got a few. I got a few box sets over there in the old uh, the the second archive. It's funny, um, Jay and I were listening to like a live stream sort of uh, interview with a musician from Edmonton yesterday, and she was talking about digitizing all her CDs. And I said, like, what is it with people in Alberta and CDs? Like everyone in Alberta (laughs) has so many CDs still and it's 2020. And Jay was like. They have room for them. <laughs> they all have. <laughs> they all live in houses, and we, they don't we live have in to houses. Move. Yeah, yeah. Who was this person in in Edmonton that was talking CDs? You got uh, me intrigued. It was uh, Cassia from Where's. Oh sure, yeah, I know Cass, of course. Yeah, uh, I didn't know she was a CD lady. Yeah, apparently, like <laughs> love it. 
Yeah, I didn't know either, but uh, she was talking to Adrian from Mint because the Where's album just came out on mm-hmm. on Mint yesterday. Yeah, and yeah. They had like a little interview style thing, and it mm-hmm, felt mm-hmm. very like intimate, <laughs> like just two ladies on their couches talking back and forth. Nice. Um, sort of like how this feels now, maybe. I think so. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> it's like a weird. <laughs> let's see. Maybe of- we'll get. Maybe we'll get there. Yeah, let's let's get intimate and interactive. <laughs> Yeah, it's weird. It's weird getting to see inside people's houses and like getting to getting a look at like I've been in your basement before. I've seen that police uh, yep. blanket many times. But right now, like it just the way it's framed, it just says lice. Yeah, <laughs> it's, I, 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 I was aware of it when, when we signed in. Believe me, it's a, it's a treat for me to you. <laughs> well, bug incision, lice. You're like a bug guy. You're into bugs. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know what was going through my mind when I picked the name of that series back in 2005. I, 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 like I don't it. think I would. I don't think I'd use the word bug in it again. But uh, no. it's it's definitely it's stuck. It's definitely stuck. I mean, that's like any name, like energy slime. Like what? What? <laughs> I, it's stuck. <laughs> Here it is. What does it mean? People think it's about oil. Think people like right? Okay. Yeah. People think it's about like that slime stuff. Oh, right. I never would have thought about it literally like that. Yeah, I just, uh, I'm, I'm not sure. I think it's a good name. It's, yeah, it's, it works. <laughs> <laughs> it works. Technically, our home recording studio also has a name, but it doesn't get... Oh, what is it? It's Tonehenge. <laughs> <laughs> I wish that people were better with crediting things on records, because that should be on as many records as Jay has made. I would like to see that word more. Yeah, well, it was it was his name that he came up with, like I think maybe a few a few setups ago. Mm-hmm. But uh, it's yeah, technically, like all the all his recordings on his computer are in a file called Tonehenge. <laughs> it's beautiful. <laughs> it's very yeah. It, I like thinking of Jay as sort of like an elf or a druid type. Like I can see it. Sort of like an immortal man. <laughs> Yeah, he's working up some all chemical magic back there, and oh, totally turning turning those knobs, <laughs> turning pee into poo. <laughs> <laughs> he is magic. He's quite he's quite magical. Um, I'm trying to figure out if this weed beverage I'm drinking is like giving me some sort of buzz right now. So, well, how much weed is in it? Well, it's 10 milligrams of CBD, but it says contains small amounts of THC. So, I don't know what okay. that. I don't know what small amounts are. What is it flavored like? It's sort of like a, a limonada or something like that. Oh, nice. It's like mm. a lemon lime. It tastes pretty good. The government mailed it to me. <laughs> I would like to try that. I'm going to I'm going to look into that. I'm going to yeah. look into the drinks. That's the one frontier with the the weeds that I haven't really tried is the is the drinkable weed. Yeah. Well, on April Fools' Day, you know the alcohol brand Hey Y'all. Mhm. Um, they posted like a mock-up of a CBD drink or a THC drink. And I was like, oh, oh yeah. nice. They're like getting ready for 420 to launch this weed drink. But then oh, it was yeah. just April Fool's. And I was like, you fuckers. Oh, I saw that too. I didn't, it didn't occur to me that it possibly could have been a joke. That's disappointing. Well, maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. I went to their website and I couldn't find it. Ah, so. <laughs> uh, yes. What yes. do I care? I don't drink anymore. Let's see. When are we recording? What is time anymore, you guys? I know. There's, there's I, I wasn't no time. sure what day it was today for the first time in all of this. Yeah. <laughs> I just, every time I look at my phone, somehow it's three o'clock. <laughs> <laughs> that made me laugh so hard that you tweeted it yesterday, right? Yeah. 
every day at three o'clock like every day off i'm like what the fuck i've been sleeping in now that uh the cat we were fostering um has gone to her forever home and she's doing great with jay's brother and his family but i've been sleeping in more and like i'll get up i'll have breakfast you know like have a bath get ready start working doing stuff and then the first time I look at my phone, always three o'clock. And I'm like, how did, what? Like, no matter when I wake up, it's always three o'clock. Should we start this podcast? <laughs> <laughs> yes. So, Chris. Yes, hello. You have worked in several record stores, I know. Yep. Over the years. Yes. How, you gave me the rundown when I was chatting with you. How mm-hmm. many years have you worked in retail? Well, I worked for 16 years in retail. That wow. that's the that's the full spread of of my time from getting a job. Actually, it's, it's probably a bit more than that. I would, I'm going to maybe say like maybe 17 in in total. The 16 is how long I worked at a place called Hot Wax Records, which I started working at not long after I worked at HMV. Uh, that was the first retail job that I had, and I was there for a couple of years. That overlapped with Hot Wax, and then I also worked in um like the bookstore at, at, at SATE, I guess you probably don't know what SATE is. SATE is the Southern uh, Alberta Institute of Technology. It's our polytechnic college here. And they uh, um, have a bookstore where you go and buy your uh, modules and your pens and all that stuff. And I worked there for a number of years as well, which it was kind of a, a, an, a weird, easy, extra money job. But yeah, six, six, 17 years, let's say, in total of That's retail. That's like barely legal. <laughs> yeah. You're a real veteran. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. More than half my life. Wow. That's, yeah. Longer, longer than me. That's impressive. Exactly yeah. the same amount as me. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. Hot, Hot Wax was the, was the long one. That one was, uh, that was, that was the big job, the long running record store gig. I never worked full time though. I, I should put that out there as a disclaimer. I was always, always a part time, but uh it got pretty full at at times, I suppose, but yeah, that's that's the run of it. So you're wow. doing retail and working like as a musician. Yeah, like going yeah. To school combination. Um, yeah, first, like in, in the background <laughs> of of the retail jobs, I guess would have been things like yeah, school. I went to jazz school for a few years. Jazz and school. Then, Jazz school, jazz performance. Oh, sure, sure. They got to <laughs> teach you to play that jazz beat just right. Uh, j- jazz school was great, actually. I had a fun time. I met all. Was my... there a course called "Putting That Stank on It"? <laughs> he taught it. <laughs> that was an and that was an extra you credit course. TA. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was. Uh, that that was a good class. Uh, and so, yeah, music school was great for those couple of years, and then and then I started teaching drum lessons to kids after that. So that was. Uh, I was doing the record store, Hot Wax. I was doing uh, teaching uh, kids at the Music Center Canada. And then I was also doing the state bookstore job, too. Oh, wow. Many I was hats. rich. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's the last time. The second last time I went on a vacation. That was around 2009 or 10. Is like I went on a vacation with no ulterior motives, paid for it all, that kind of thing. It's like that was... It's, I guess that's the trade-off. Wow. H- had a couple bucks. Yeah. Jay and I, we went to Hawaii like shortly after we started dating. I think it was, mm. tw- it was like Valentine's Day 2013. And like looking back, I'm like, that's our last holiday <laughs> we right, had. Yes. Yeah. It, uh, they slip away. Yeah. When you're, when you're touring a lot, it, you don't also really want to travel more. Yeah. Yeah. Ex- exactly. Yeah. You, you get a lot of that, um, 
yeah, the the itchiness gets worn away. It's not necessarily uh, relaxing to tour, but it's uh, no. <laughs> the the the, cha- the change of pace does does something to refresh the mind. Yeah, for sure. Uh, yeah, after that job uh, was more th- music became more of uh, I was doing it a lot more and uh, getting paid for it more often, so it became <laughs> a job that could take over from the record store jobs. And then it it ended uh, not by choice necessarily. I um, Hot Wax, after many years of being owned by the person that I worked for, it was sold in uh, I guess it was twenty eighteen, and so. I was the water thrown out with the baby or the baby <laughs> thrown out with the water. Which one was you were, I? You were the big adult I baby. Was, I was the adult baby who no longer had the cushiest job in the world. Uh, but it coincided nicely with things picking up with music. So I haven't had to have a job since since then. Well, that's good. That's yeah, good. But I miss it. And I have dreams about it all the time. Really? Multiple nights a week, I'll have retail dreams related to all the different jobs. Not the state job, but all the record store jobs vivid like alternate reality dreams uh, all the, all the time are they dreams or are they nightmares <laughs> i would say that they're stress dreams okay so maybe maybe they are light nightmares Light but it's like nightmares. not not being able to find the thing that I put on hold for myself, or this, this <laughs> somebody re- reorganizing the entire store without me knowing. Oh, I have dreams um, like that. Decisions made unilaterally that affect me deeply, but I had no say in things like that. Oh, and, fun! And, and, and just, just oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's lots of fun. Yikes! Tell us a, an actual retail nightmare from from part of your your career. Well, I can lay one on you that uh, <laughs> took place during the uh, the the college bookstore job. Um, oh yeah, lay it on me. Well, it was uh, it was a really easy job for the most part. It was uh, at the beginnings of the semester there would be a lot of sales of textbooks uh, and uh, the modules that they they sold there. But outside of that, it was just you know people buying you know a snack or there were, nothing went on really, and it was a really cushy, easy union gig. But nice. uh, I, I had made me and David from Lab Coast had made some uh, some weed brownies um, <laughs> oh, no. on, the, on, the, on the week the weekend before we actually recorded our first Lab Coast recordings uh, under the influence of these brownies, which was a considerable influence. We made them strong. Um, <laughs> and the the next day was Monday, and I was going to work. I would work at eight a.m. in the morning. I would get there. Uh, I work from eight to two, and then I would. Go Go to my my uh, drum teaching job, but I thought maybe it would just be a fun way to sort of kill some of the time at, at the <laughs> at the morning shift by, you know, having half a bar, having half a, a brownie, <laughs> and it would have been except that I forgot that it was the first day of classes, and oh. and that, that was that was literally lines down down the block, oh, no. uh, just an endless parade of people, and it's all these. You know, kind of dudes calling me chief and big guy, and I w- would always get this. You know, I was always get these very sort of like chummy, uh, fr- fraternal vibes from these these big beefy electrician dudes who were buying <laughs> the the modules off me. But need- needless to say, it, w- it was like a the longest six hours of my life, and just like you look up and there's it's just a just a never ending line of people, and that was a pretty challenging pretty challenging morning but it was around that time and it may have even been on one of those days in in the store we used to sell uh lab coats for the people who would do like 
I don't know, things that needed lab coats, I guess. But they had the, <laughs> they came in these plastic bags with a sticker that was printed off and sort of just stuck to the bag kind of loosely. And they would always be falling off. So when someone brought a, a lab coat up, I would always have to type it into the search. And every single time I put in lab coats, I would type in lab coast. Ah. And one of, one, of the, one of those days on that job, possibly under the influence of, of weed brownies, I uh, finally noticed it. Uh, what I was type, mistyping this whole time and I jotted it down and the rest is uh, my band's own little history. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> yeah. I never knew where that name came from. Mm-hmm. I like it. That's yeah. Good... Not, so not a nightmarish story necessarily, but definitely uh, a challenge for the mind. <laughs> <laughs> so how, how long has Lab Coast been a band? Because you have so many albums. Yeah, we've been a band actually for longer than I like to say anymore. Uh, we, we've been a band for like 11 years. Oh, wow, no, that's cool. Yeah, we started in 2009, me and David first started working on this stuff. And in 2010, we played our first shows as a live band. So that I kind of consider that to be the beginning. But yeah, it's it's been a while. That's awesome. Lots, lots of folks have come through the band and we've done lots of recordings. We actually have a, a new album uh, that we finished not long before, well, late, late, late last year. And we're just, uh, I don't really know what's going to happen now for the foreseeable future. But yeah, we got a, we got one in the can anyway. Oh, wow. Yeah. Energy Slime is sort of the same way. We're like, what do we, uh, what do, we do with this? I feel bad for all the people who are putting out records right now. My friend Marlena just put one out and, uh, and yeah, just in cast and all these people putting out records. It's kind of like, uh, yeah, I feel bad that, uh, those tours aren't going to happen. Yeah, totally. Everyone go, uh, support artists, please. Buy, buy some records. Yes, please. Yeah. I hear that on May, f- is it May 1st? They're doing the band camp Thing again, I know. I love it. That's that's they're, lovely. They're waiving the fees so the artists yeah. get everything. Yes, yes. It makes a difference. Tell all your rich friends, everybody. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Bye, Lab They don't Coast. take my calls. <laughs> <laughs> I have one friend. Uh, he's not rich, but I jokingly refer to him as rich because he... Uh, he doesn't really do much. He just, uh, he lives in Langley. He's former guest, Mike Macri. Oh, yes. Mike. Uh, he lives in Langley with his dog, Charlie, and he doesn't really like, you know, he doesn't go out a lot because he's out in Langley. So he, he has money to spend. And so on that last, uh, band camp day, I just texted him lists of all of my friends' albums that have come out. And I was like, oh, I think you'd like this and you'd like this and you'd like this. And he's like, I just bought everything on this list. And I was like, yay, Amazing. disposable income. <laughs> <laughs> thank Beautiful. you. Um, thank you, Mike. Friend of the podcast, Mike Macri. Uh, he has a beautiful dog named Charlie who just turned 10. Oh, man, that's wonderful. That dog is great. He's pretty beautiful. Uh, He and Jay have a very special friendship. (laughs) I think they're best friends. Um, Alicia, you have been going out and about into the world. Yeah, I have a retail nightmare and I'm the nightmare. Oh, no. Uh Oh, Oh yeah. So uh, last Saturday on Friday, we recorded last week's podcast. And in the morning, I tried to run all the errands I had to run. Um, but I didn't make it to Shoppers Drug Mart. And so I went very, like, first thing Saturday morning at 8 a.m. And I had my mask on and I had a list of things that I needed, but I forgot the list at home. Oh, fuck. And trying to give people six feet of space, two meters, um, I ended up kind of in this part of the store, like the cosmetic area. 
And I saw these little earrings that reminded me of Jessica. Oh. Um, a little while ago, Jessica got these Halloween earrings that she loves. <laughs> and uh, I've always admired them and thought that they were a really good find. And then I saw these earrings and I, they're in all different sets, but there's a set of six for each package. And some of them I knew Jessica would really love. And some of them I thought she probably wouldn't like at all. So I was trying to find a set that she would really like where like there's like a watermelon and a strawberry and cherries. And but then there was this weird kind of orange cherry that looked like it had just one eye and it really bothered me. And so I was going through all the earrings methodically touching every single package. Oh, no. And I'm not thinking what I was thinking was I'm so calm right now. This is so lovely to just be out and just not be in the house or not walking the dog. And then a woman behind me said, can I help you find something? Oh, no. <laughs> and I'm like, no, I'm just looking. She's like, well, you're contaminating oh, no. everything. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, so I felt very ashamed because I'd gone into this weird fugue state of just staring at fruit-shaped earrings. Just petting. Like, like 10 minutes, I bet, before she finally was just like, get the fuck out of here. So uh, I felt so embarrassed, so ashamed. And I absolutely, like, I absolutely apologized and acknowledged what a dirtbag I was being. Oh, no. Um, and all of this with a, a mask on my face. So she probably, probably just looked so out of it. Um, and uh, I left with what I had purchased, but... Um, I really wanted to get out of there quickly, so I used the self-checkout. Like, nope, there's hardly anyone in the store. And then I was buying, like, face wash from the fancy section, and you can't just buy that on your own. Oh, like, really? Someone has to ring that in for you, apparently. Oh. And so I just stood there, like, motionless, <laughs> like, too afraid to ask anyone for help for a good few minutes. And then I finally just asked a woman that works at the cash, and she, and she laughed. She's like, just press this button, and then it will it'll let you finish the Thing. Huh. If I just asked her like five minutes before, I wouldn't have just stood there and <laughs> in my sh- earring shame. <laughs> it's hard to know what to do. Like I, I went to shoppers yesterday and okay. The thing about those packs of earrings, those Halloween <laughs> earrings that I have, which I love my little ghost earrings. Um, they always come in packs of three, but like one or two of the earrings in the packs are always going to be bad. So you just yeah. have to buy because they're two dollars each. Like the earrings are two dollars each. I think each of the packs are six dollars. So I will just buy like three or four packs of them and then I'll give away the earrings that I don't like. The ones that say like boo girl or whatever. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Yeah, like there's no perfect combination. No, and I think they rely on that because that's how they get you. That's how they got me, for sure. I also think that they're for children, so kids won't be like (laughs) so picky. But I also found this other pair of earrings and I for myself, and I sent my friend. So this is like, I was there for a long time. I sent my friend Mika a pair of these earrings, and they're like just crazy, bright, big, big flowers, sparkly. And I just wrote... Are these cool? Because I honestly don't know anymore. I don't have a point of reference for like what's happening in the world. And she wrote back and she's like, no. (laughs) (laughs) And that's when I was looking at my phone, holding these earrings, waiting for my friend to text me back when the woman was like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Oh, man. Like, where do I begin? I've been in the house for 42 days. And this is very selfish of me because you've had to work every single day. And I'm I'm a dick. I'm a dirty dick hole. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Yeah. You're a clean dick hole. Sometimes. Um, (laughs) 
I <laughs> the best kind. I had to go to shoppers yesterday to pick up my weed. Is this um, your retail nightmare? I mean, it wasn't really a nightmare. It wasn't, I had sworn off shoppers because I had such a terrible experience there the last time. And so I was like, I'm only going to be ordering groceries, but then that has been really delayed. So I ordered all this, this weed from the government website, but they're like, uh, postal workers aren't getting signatures from anyone for packages that need signatures. So yada, yada, yada. I had to go in and pick it up. And then the guy's like, you don't have to sign. Don't worry about it. Just like get out of here and don't touch me. But I was just like carrying, carrying my weed with my mask (laughs) and just feeling crazy. (laughs) Like, (laughs) so I had like two bags full of groceries that I got already because I didn't want to like carry the weed while I was grocery shopping. Cause I didn't know how much it was going to be. It was wound up just being a tiny little box so much weed. Also, this CBD beverage, I can totally feel. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't know. Your eyes you... are like completely dilated. <laughs> I don't know if you I can watched tell. it happen too. You're like, I wonder if this is going to make me high. And I was like, you haven't <laughs> noticed that I've already noticed that you're a bit high. <laughs> I also ate some weed last night, so I might still be high from that too. That's very um, cute. Load it I, up. <laughs> what else am I going to do? Um, exactly. But yeah, I just felt so crazy and no one was wearing a mask except for two seniors that I saw and shoppers Mm. is only like a block and a half away from where I live. So I thought I wouldn't see that many people out, but I probably saw about like 50 people and no one's wearing a mask. There was one guy wearing a yarmulke, but not wearing a mask. And I was like, just bring it down a bit. <laughs> yeah, like, just take a second one. Swat, you know, like you could yeah, probably have some. Cool, use your backup like, yarmulke. <laughs> like, this, you you gotta have an extra one kicking around somewhere. You could have like a cool, like two in one, like it's attached. <laughs> so you don't need the bobby pins. Uh <laughs> But yeah, everyone I saw out was like, probably like, I'm young and healthy and I don't need to wear a mask. Like, I'm fine. And I'm just like, what? I'm, I'm wearing out the of most masks mask. now and I'm freaking out. Do, oh, did you not have cloth ones? No, I'm uh, on a wait list for some. Yeah. And then I'm going to reach out on Instagram and see, like, I can't go into places without a mask, really. Yeah. So. I am cutting fabric for masks. So I'm like the masks, I don't have a sewing machine, so I can't make them myself, but I'm cutting them in preparation for someone who does have a sewing machine who's going to make them. Um, And this is what my job is right now. Uh, So it's all cat fabric because it's through like cat fay. It's the leftover fabric we used to have from our like upholstered chairs. It's like a sleeping tuxedo cat. It's pretty cute. Um, That's nice. But I have just been doing the thing where you take a handkerchief and you fold it in half and then you fold it in half again and then you put two elastics on the end of it and you wrap it and tuck it. So then you have like this giant thing that you can tuck up over your nose and like around your chin and it fits around your ears. Yeah. And then when you get home, you just wash the handkerchief and use I can do that. Yeah. I'm going to do that tonight. I have quite a few handkerchiefs. Yeah, I'll send you the tutorial. It's actually like do you put the coffee filter in it. No, I haven't been doing that because it's like eight layers of fabric in front of you. So it's already pretty. uh... You don't have to send me the tutorial. Matthew McConaughey did a tutorial that my dad, my dad's so (laughs) sweet. He's like, he's like, he's a weird guy. So I decided to watch him on Colbert the other night. I was like, that's the only reason to watch him because he's a weird guy. (laughs) Have you, what kind of luck have you had with fogging up your glasses? (laughs) 
with the masks. I don't have to wear these all the time. Oh, okay. So I usually don't it's wear them out. But I did have choice. them on last Saturday and they get right. real foggy. It's horrible. I, I know. I, I went to a Safeway for the first time. Uh, uh, well, I, I was I had to stay in full self-isolation for a couple of weeks after I came back from Seattle a few weeks ago. Oh, of course. Uh, or about a month ago. Um, and uh, so, so I didn't go out at all for, for a couple of weeks. And then I finally went to Safeway and I had a mask. And it was a bit cold out. So my glasses already were cold going in. But then I put this mask on. I get inside. I'm blind. The mask is not easy to breathe through. There's people coming close to me. I was like, it was the most horrifying experience. Uh, but but I did hear that if, if you put a bit of uh, tissue in the mask by your nose, it will help a little bit. Um, so I'm going to try that next time I'm at a, at a store. I'm going to try the, the, the tissue trick. Is that all your uh, nightmares, Dad? Or did you have any others uh, you wanted to share? I mean, t- to be perfectly honest, like I, my retail experiences were were kind of, they were kind of nice. They they That's were kind good. of like a a nice uh, way. I mean, when I worked at Hot Wax, it was. I mean, there were so many strange people who came in there and were were a big part of that job, um, but none of it was like. I have very few nightmares. I mean, I have wonderful memories of this, this sort of homeless, uh, uh, sort of on the fringes of society man named uh, Jamie. He went by Stubbs because he'd fallen asleep uh, in the winter and his fingers got frostbitten and the tips of them were gone. Uh, So he had these like, kind of like pretty crazy looking hands and he would but he he would come in and he was he was like uh he was obsessed with uh you know audiophile equipment and what wattage your speakers were and all this i don't even know this stuff and i'm you know a so-called <laughs> music professional but uh he he was way into the, and he was he was into like equal measures he he, he, he could be extremely perceptive about uh, like john coltrane he would he would hear something in the store and be like hey is this uh coltrane with so-and-so on drums and it's just like completely out of character um because the other stuff he would listen to was you know he loves stoner rock and blues you know there are all these like wonderful characters like that but they were always maybe a little bit annoying and actually i i guess here's i got a little mini nightmare that would happen all the time uh <laughs> almost on a weekly basis at hot wax in hot wax uh is in a neighborhood in calgary called kensington which is uh it's been a very cool place for many years uh but it's become sort of a more gentrified in the last uh half decade or so and a lot of the cool places that were making it so awesome of course are disappearing uh one of which was this uh, delicious curry place called Tandoori Hut and it was across the street from from Hot Wax and they had this amazing lunch buffet where for $11 they would just hand you a box and you could fill up as much as you wanted from the buffet in the box and it was you could get easily two meals worth of food out of it and just just delicious curry and you know all this amazing food and so it it would run until 2 p.m. every day uh and I would always, because it was such a good deal, I would not have breakfast and I would wait until one fifteen ish and then I would, to, to the point of maximum hunger within the, <laughs> within the, the confines of the buffet serving period. And sometimes, though, one twenty would roll around and I think, all right, I'm going to go get myself a big delicious curry dinner and then some person walks in the door they're just a regular customer. They're just a no- normal, nice person trying to patronize your business. They're what you want to be in the store. But but this person becomes 
the bane of my existence. <laughs> the who, obstacle. Who, who I hate so intensely and with such ridiculous fury for those minutes. And I, I, it takes me everything I could possibly muster to just be civilized towards him when he asked me a question. And then, of course, he, he leaves at 1.55 without getting anything and I can't get to the buffet in time. Oh. That, that, was, that was a recurring nightmare, I guess, that, that happened. I think this is maybe how I started eating lunch at 11.30. Ah, because it definitely started in retail and it hasn't stopped. Right, you're in off the jump, and you don't because it's like if if you had a job where not much is going on. I mean, at a hot wax, I I would do nothing literally for the entire day. Sometimes there were there were no nothing was expected of me. I had no duties. There were no daily duties. It was just literally open up the store and do the transactions and be present. Uh, so when you're you, when you know you're whiling, whiling away seven hours like that, lunch is huge. It's a huge part of the <laughs> the architecture of your day and your mood, and it's the one time where you really get to, you know, have some agency in what's going on. And uh, yeah, it, when it's stripped of you, you know, I, I would uh, I would I would be just beside myself for hours. Oh, I used to get that way when I couldn't go to the bathroom because we didn't have a bathroom in. Oh yeah. Or it's you know in some of the stores I did work in there was a bathroom, but. Um, we had to close the store to use it because you couldn't use it if somebody's in the store and you're by yourself or one of the places yeah. the bathroom was just upstairs. So I had to close the store and like someone would come in, like it would just be person after person after person after person. And I would start to get really frustrated at like being like working class and not being able to use the toilet. Yeah. yeah, not to mention the fact that it's pretty crazy feeling to have to, you know, hours go by and it's, uh, it's yeah, it's 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 a bad scene. Luckily, I was always able to just sneak downstairs. It was the, the store was the store was uh, loose enough that I could leave customers in it and uh, and and make a forty five second uh, disappearance. But I, <laughs> deposit. I, I, I feel you. Yeah, <laughs> a quick deposit. A yellow deposit. <laughs> Gross. I'm sorry. <laughs> What else is nightmarish though? I don't. I, let me think if I can think of anything else nightmarish. Oh, I, I guess at the at the state job, I had um, there was generally a lot of turnover at that job. Um, uh, there were a couple people sort of in sort of key positions uh, that were that had been there for a really long time. But other than that, it was it was. Students or people that were uh, that found the, the job through other job search things. So you get a lot of different types of people. And there was this one guy named Chris, and he was an older dude, maybe in his late forties, and he was very pale and very pasty, and he had gray hair. He seemed he looked older than he, I think he actually was. And he uh, actually Scott Monroe, my buddy Scott Monroe, worked there at the time uh, uh, as well. And he tried to he tried to get us to go. Uh, to what we figured out later was a like a sort of a pyramid scheme. He tried to get us to oh, go amazing. to his um, um, uh, to the, this thing about wealth and money and all this stuff. But the best thing about this guy, and, and this is not nightmarish at all. In, in fact, I wish I could reaccess these visuals. But he he was a, he played music and he had a YouTube channel full of these amazing videos of him. Playing along to backing tracks of, of famous songs, uh, like I, like if karaoke was for a guitar player instead of a oh. singer, and 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 he would, th there were these sort of 
badly produced videos of him with you know the sort of like uh the drop cloth that they put uh, behind like a family portrait in a portrait studio he'd be <laughs> in one of those but he'd be wearing the same thing that he wears at work like a fleece vest and a, a button-down <laughs> shirt and and just he was pretty uh, pretty good but it was really cheesy and he just had the worst facial expressions and oh, he no. was um it was i i wish i could maybe maybe now that we're talking about it i'll try to find them and uh s- send them over your way but it was it was unreal and it was just so out of out of character and so strange uh, little quirk into this guy's life. It sounds like something that would fit right in with the Blink-155 Josiah's podcast. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, maybe. If he did some covers of uh, Blink-182, send him Josiah's way. He may have been more on the Santana sort of trip. Oh, no. If I, if, if I remember <laughs> correctly. A lot oh, of, okay. uh, yeah, pentatonic uh, guitar soloing. Spicy. <laughs> I feel like yeah, it's a rite very. of passage and bad jobs to have somebody tr- try and get you to join their pyramid scheme. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's it's it seems like a trope. Yeah, definitely. It seems like a, a a thing from a TV show or something like that. Jay and I just watched a TV show uh, about that, the on becoming a god in Central Florida. Have you seen it? Mm, it's so good. It's very good. What is what is that? Why do I know the name it's of that? That seems Kirsten Dunst is the main oh, person on it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And there's is, like, it's good. Oh, it's really oh, good. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. It's set in 1992, so the music is great. Fashion is yes. great. Oh, uh, really? Yeah, They the music, they have like two really good songs in the first episode. They play Tarzan Boy, you know that song? By Baltimore. <laughs> I don't know if I do, I'll, I'll, by title anyway. It's really good. <laughs> and then uh, another really good one that are like always on all my playlists. And so it's just like, I guess I would have been thriving in 1992 if I was my age back then. Yeah, yeah. Right right in the perfect uh, pocket for grunge. Yeah. Oh, that, that grunge pocket. Yeah. You would have had at least one tribal sun tattoo. <laughs> yeah, there's a hole in the pocket. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay, so we're also watching the OC and one of the main characters just got a tattoo and it looks like a tribal sun like on her lower back, but like you can't really see it that well. And she's like, oh, it looks so cool. And it's like, it looks like you got a butthole tattooed above your butthole. <laughs> <laughs> and apparently, I used to love the OC. It's, that was it's a great so show. so good. The killers yeah. were just on it. Like it's actually good. Yeah, they had a lot of good bands. Right, yeah. the soundtracks were hugely popular. Yeah. From that that, that, that show. Yeah, we sold them at HMV. That was oh, really? My, that was, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Connection. Wow, it's like I've never seen it before because I it it started in two thousand three and I moved to Vancouver uh, right before then, like December two thousand two, and that's when I stopped having cable and I just haven't had it since. So I missed all these like cable shows, um, but I was the exact mm. same age that those kids were at the same time. So I would have like been so into it if I would have had TV. But uh, 33 is the correct age also to watch it because, <laughs> I mean, just alone for Peter Gallagher's eyebrows, those are quite, quite Sign impressive. Sign me up. Also, we, I guess we're Phantom Planet fans now, that opening theme song, so good. Oh, Phantom Planet. I don't know Planet. what that is. It's was California. Jason Schwartzman in that band? Jason Schwartzman was the drummer and he right. co-wrote that song. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah. I think the theme song is my favorite character. <laughs> Every time like the cold, the cold open will happen and you can feel it's like wrapping up to some sort of punchline. And I'm like, okay, here it comes. Here it comes. Get ready. And then like as more characters get added to the show, they extend the theme song a bit longer to have oh, like, okay, okay. more people in it. 
Um, okay. So speaking of music, let's do how much money have you spent on the red hot chili peppers? How much money have you Oh yeah, okay, okay. So your um, house is full of physical media, like records, yeah. tapes. It's like a beautiful archive. Squares and rectangles, all yes. of them. <laughs> Are any of them Red Hot Chili Peppers? Yeah, oh yeah, for really? sure. Yeah, I I have all of their albums up until uh, By The Way. Um, and then I got a, a DVD Um, the live at Slane Castle DVD, which is the exact same set that they played, uh, in Calgary when I went to go see them with my mom. Oh, Uh, and we, we got stoned together for the first time uh, at at a Chili Peppers concert. But, uh, yeah, so I own, uh, that much from them and, and then some side projects. I've got some, uh, you know, some of the John Frusciante solo albums and things like that too. Um, but yeah, I was thinking about this question books. Uh, I, I used to own that scar tissue book that was the Anthony Kiedis tell all book. Um, but I foolishly got rid of it, um, at a point in my life where I was getting rid of things that I didn't think were cool anymore. (laughs) Now I would, I I would even rebuy it to read it now because I'm sure it's, it's fascinating and I, I love music books. It's a lot. I read it recently. Oh, really? Yeah. And it's for this segment, honestly, really. Oh, okay. As research. And uh, it's he shouldn't tell as much as he does tell. <laughs> right. Yeah. I've heard it's like, quite not tell like, all, uh, like tell some. Yeah. Just tell, tell some. Tell, <laughs> tell a bit. bit. Tell don't, a bit. Don't tell like the things that like I guess the statute of limitations has passed. So it's OK to tell. But like, yeah, he had a pretty crazy childhood, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. so, okay, so if you had to put a dollar amount on how much you've spent, what would you say? Well, the, we, we can figure it out, actually. Um, okay, so the first four albums, I have those ones as part of a reissue series that was <laughs> from the early 2000s, probably. They reissued those records, and I got them with a staff discount at HMV. They're about $12 each. Oh, wow. So we what? got 40, $48 okay. so far. But I had that that run of albums includes Mother's Milk, uh, which I also owned in the non reissued version, uh, and I would have bought that at a place called Tramps, which was a, a used CD store in Calgary that had a n- bunch of locations. I mean, oh God, Tramps! I mean, I wish I worked there. I wish I had n- retail daydreams and nightmares from there. That that place was amazing. It was like a, a, a chain of used CD stores in Calgary. Oh and wow! Ev- everything was eleven ninety nine each, uh, and you would buy two get one free. So, so from Tramps, I acquired uh, the original version of Mother's Milk, uh, Blood Sugar, Sex Magic, and One Hot Minute. Uh, So those were all bought at Tramps. So at buy two get one free. That's twenty four dollars. Let's say twenty five dollars with tax. So forty eight plus twenty five is what seventy three. Is that right? So we're at seventy three. And so then I definitely bought Californication in the store when it came out. HMV. I'm going to say it was. Seventeen ninety nine, <laughs> so that's what eighty eighty one. 
I think. And then I, in England, I was in England around the time I was in my late teens, and I bought a single, a CD single of a song from uh, that record. And it was a cool CD single because it was, I don't know if you've ever seen those CDs where part of them is clear. Yeah. yeah. You know, it was like, so they only filled up that little bit of space that they needed to put the music on there. Then the rest of it was clear and that unbelievably cool. So, so I had that. So futuristic. And that was probably three or four pounds. So let's say eight dollars. <laughs> oh god! So we're at what eighty nine dollars now. And then I, I bought, by the way, on CD. I don't think it was from HMV though. So <laughs> Future Shop okay. or A&B Sound maybe is closer to fourteen dollars. So you're so over. I'd say you're like over hundred. Yeah, over a hundred. Yeah, because I don't know if I bought the DVD or whether it was a gift, and I did not buy the concert tickets. So there you have it. Are you still a fan? Uh, I like that old music still. Like I really, yeah. I'll I'll listen to any of the old records. I haven't heard anything that they've done since uh, like the last three or four albums they've done. I haven't heard them. You gotta um, check out their live performance at the pyramids. Oh yeah, it's a good <laughs> it was, one. It was weird. I remember there being. Do you remember they they had that thing on Much Music in the old days called was it called Snow Job? Yes, Snow Job. That's a kind of a weird name now that Terrible. I'm thinking about it and saying it out loud. Very bad. But Terrible I remember they—they, they, I, I think they played one of the snow jobs on Much Music. And I, me- I remember that being the worst musical performance I'd ever seen on, <laughs> on TV by professionals. Well, uh, they're like... They, they sounded horrendous. They're spicy SoCal boys. Like, I right, feel like right. being in the snow is the wrong environment for them. Yeah, maybe they were just shocked, badly shocked by it. Because when I saw them play live, they were really good. It well, was really if, good. especially if they had socks on their wieners, they'd be getting frostbite. Yeah, exactly. They I can't remember what they were wearing, but it might have been, real had something to do with it. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> they wouldn't even need the socks. <laughs> um, okay, so it's time for our latest segment. Uh, this, okay. this segment is is uh, heavily produced by Jay. It's called uh, right. Potato Business. <laughs> I'm liking it so far. Um, so he wants he wants me to sing the theme song live. So I've just like written a little theme song, uh, and he'll put music to it. I guess. So bear with me just for a second here. Uh, potato business. Do you cut it into fries? Do you bake it into pie? Potato business. Welcome to Potato Business. Uh, So with our whole grocery mishap, um, we don't have a ton of food, but I've ordered this other sort of like uh, prepared box where you don't have to pick what's in it. They just sort of give it to you and it's like pantry staples. And one of the ones I ordered uh, includes potatoes which i've never bought before oh yeah so, that's right yeah i've never bought you've never potatoes. bought potatoes no hmm. not willingly i mean like oh. i've had fries at restaurants and stuff but i've never like purchased potatoes in my grocery i'm a really? re- no. jay and i are both rice people like we okay. we grew okay. up eating rice instead of potatoes interesting um, and i know that you can rice a potato i've heard of that i know there's a yeah. potato ricer so maybe really? that will be the most comforting way for us to eat it. But uh, yeah, so I just don't like, do you like keep it in a bowl? Do you like, do you, like, what do you do with potatoes? Put I wish the Jay dark. was on chat so I could tell him what I think about this. <laughs> you got to put them in the dark. Oh, 
okay. See, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. Put them in a cupboard with I your bag of yellow onions. I don't have a cupboard. <laughs> no cupboard. I mean, they're all full of. T- tuck very it behind tiny. the. Tuck it behind the, the the toaster, maybe. But isn't that too hot for them? I don't know. Uh, maybe. But, but I think there's something about the light that makes them sprout, right? Yeah, and then that's toxic. Those, those the sprouts? The eyes, yeah. Well, how many potatoes did you order? I, well, see, I'm not. it's not up to me. It's just like there are potatoes in... I didn't order potatoes. So are you guys looking for something good to make with potatoes? I mean, I do have like a, a mandolin, so I could, I could make chips. Yeah, you can make hash browns. Or you should make mashed potatoes. Mashed potatoes? Baked potato? You just I have don't. to rinse them because they're going to be organic. So cook them with the skin on, mash them, put butter, salt and pepper, then crack an egg on, like like put a fried Whoa. egg on top of that Ooh. with some okay. grated cheese. See, a little I sour think... cream in there. Oh, oh yeah. I, oh, wish I, I wish oh, I wish. Oh, oh, God. Oh, crap. Oh, crap. <laughs> <laughs> you can't um, mash them too much, though. If you mash too much, they get whipped. gluey. Oh, right? okay. Yeah, you can go overboard with the mashing, I've heard. But like, I feel I like if you're a... using a blender, maybe. Oh, yeah, maybe, yeah. But not by hand. Can I make a smoothie? Potato smoothie? Throw yeah, it in yeah. the Yeah, Sure, yeah. <laughs> you could also make latkes. You could shred them and oh. make potato cakes. And that's, like, going to be a delicious option. It's good in soup, too. Potato leek soup, potato bacon soup. Oh, yeah. Penny from Tough Age made me a potato leek soup, and it was amazing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. She gave me the recipe. Maybe I'll look it up. It's also nice to make like a hash that you can use, like put it in the fridge and then use it as a base for like every meal. Hey, I only enjoy one kind of hash. (laughs) Government approves. (laughs) No, I think I have some illegal hash actually right now. Black market Um, hash. I mean, gray market, let's call it. Green market. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, so thank you for bearing with me on this new uh, (laughs) potato business segment. (laughs) Thank you. I'm excited for you. (laughs) I'm jealous. (laughs) I'm going to put potatoes on my order as soon as we get off the phone. Well, good luck. It's time for Pup of the Week. Pup of the Week. Amazing. Mm. So, Dad, you've got a pretty special guy. No, I'm yeah. no pressure to make him your puppo, but I no, do. I, I I decided that Chester will be the puppo. Okay. Yeah. Should I talk about him? Yeah, describe him to our listeners. I feel like before I, I fully describe him, I need to. Uh, I I've never been. I, I've been allergic to cats and dogs my whole life, and horses. Even though I don't encounter horses very often, cats and dogs. So it's it's limited my enjoyment of pets, and it's limited my desire to be around them, and it's sort of extended to most animals in general. The uh, a, a bit of an indifference slash even aversion, you could say, but. Uh, Last year, Sam, my my lovely partner, Samantha, uh, was wondering whether, you know, because cats and dogs off the table. Not, that's not to say, I've met a couple of cool cats and dogs, too. Some of the <laughs> hypoallergenic ones and some very interesting ones, but they're few and far between. And some of them, I also have asthma, so 
if I if I get allergic to cats and dogs, I literally stop breathing. Uh, so so the, the the aversion is kind of deep deep rooted. Um, but Sam says, well, what about a rabbit? And I said, well, uh, can you be an allergic to a rabbit? Or you know, and, and the line at the time was, no, you can't. So I said, okay, <laughs> cool. Uh, and uh, my friend Chad Van Galen has a bunny that runs around his house as well. Oh, nice. And I I'd, I'd seen him recently, and he was like a free running, free roaming bunny. Cool. And so I was like, okay, this is you know, it seems reasonable, and he you know. It's seems clean and everything so uh we we got the bunny we picked him up from some uh some ladies who uh had other pets that didn't uh enjoy chester's presence and chester was the newest addition to the family so he got the boot but um that worked out well for us and uh yeah he's a, a lovely little bunny that uh lives in our house now and uh he, he runs around freely uh he does have a cage that he does his business in but uh other than that he's free roman he he's very friendly he jumps all over the place and all over people uh he's addicted to bananas he Aww. loses his goddamn mind for bananas um <laughs> he will jump right on your face trying to get it celery is very popular as well uh, he's not particularly uh, stoked about carrots, uh, contrary to the, the myths that are floating around out there. Well, they're not. <laughs> they shouldn't have that much carrot because there's a ton of sugar in them and it's bad for right. them. Right. And that's so. that's why we need to sort of, the banana's a treat. We give him a banana every once in a while and he yeah. just, yeah, he loses his mind and gets all sugar crazy and is is insane for the rest of the day. But I mean, he's he's been great. And he's, uh, um, Sam actually built for him yesterday a, a uh, a basket to take him on her bike. Oh my which, god! It's actually it looks amazing too. It's a really great, uh, well designed little thing. And so she's going to do that. And she's he's got a leash now. I, I can't imagine him enjoying the leash very much. It doesn't seem like he's going to like it. But um, you know, it's it's uh, a journey that we'll we'll uh, explore together. But yeah, he's you great. Think he's he's going to like he's, the bike basket. He's already been jumping into it, so the basket itself he likes. Uh, oh, good. But whether he likes zooming around the neighborhood, we'll we'll see. I mean, I I'm much more uh, I'm I'm more scared of like what will happen to him if he goes into a yard or or like if he's allowed to go. He goes on the porch. Uh, a lot when when we pop out to the porch, and he comes out, but he's never been on the actual ground of the earth. Because you have like wild hairs in your neighborhood sometimes. Oh, we too. have we have so many wild hairs everywhere, and that's yeah. the thing. It's like and having this bunny around and like having uh, like an animal that I don't have to uh, avoid um, is is changed my whole vibe towards. Uh, animals in general even uh, I was at a party and a dog was this was back before when we could do parties and there was a there was a dog who came up next to me and I I I had a whole new appreciation for him I had a whole new uh, take take on him and and just squirrels you know squirrels on the street (laughs) yeah it's it's like it's like I'm a new a new person I've got a whole new a uh, whole new world a whole new world. Yeah. <laughs> That's great. I love that Chester was able to change that for you. Yeah. The, and I, I thought that seemed puppo worthy. Totally. This, this, something that oh, could yeah. change your, uh, change your mind. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he's great. The only thing that I really, uh, he, the only drawback to him so far is, uh, the, uh, is it called molting? Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, he he molts like a son of a bitch. Yeah. He li- literally, the, the shit comes off him as he's walking through. You can see the hair in the air as yeah. leaving him. It's like a trail of exhaust behind him. It's absolute, absolutely disgusting. But, <laughs> but, uh, but Sam posted a video of him being vacuumed. 
Oh yeah, that's so weird. And he likes. <laughs> he loves it. it. He loves it. Yeah, he'll he'll even come up. To, he the sounds that he likes and and doesn't like are very strange too. Like he doesn't like the sound of a cough. Like if you cough, he'll be scared. But if you turn on the coffee grinder, like a terrible loud noise, he's completely motionless. Huh. Yeah, he's got very strange criteria for what bothers him sonically. I think I wonder if coughs sound like barking or like another animal because maybe right. doesn't like yeah. sneezes and coughs yeah. from other people. Oh yes, sneezes too. Yeah, yeah, sneezes. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. I think it sounds like a bark or or some like some sort of alert, scary noise. Totally. Yeah. yeah. I, I just thought it was because it was sudden, but yeah, I guess it is. Uh, it does sound a lot like a dog. Animalistic. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, hmm. yeah, yeah. Cool. Um, yeah, no, it's it's good. He's a nice addition to the household. And you're not allergic to him, right? No, I don't think so. Like, like he when he came in, we, we got him last year, and there were a good two and a half months before he started molting. And during that time, I had no allergies, really. And then he started molting around the beginning of this year. And I got, I like, uh, I, I was talking earlier, I think before we started about how I'm, I've taken Flonase in my <laughs> nose is really clear. It was really bad about a month ago. And so, and I thought maybe it was the end of the molting and that maybe I was allergic to him, but he jumps on my face and stuff. It's like, I don't think if I was allergic, he would, his presence would fuck with me more than yeah. it is. So I find that like, I'm allergic to cats and we just had a cat for three and a half weeks and like, oh yeah. I really like I get desensitized to it if it's just one animal. So. Right. Yeah, totally. And and maybe like I feel like I maybe would too if it wasn't like a, a breathing thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, breathing. What a yeah, chore. It's, it's, it's underrated, it turns out. <laughs> Alicia, who's your puppo? Um, my puppo's Hank, who's now just standing at the door. Uh-oh. Um, does he want to go out? Yeah, but he doesn't have to like... He probably, like, he had a really good walk. I think he just, he's used to, as soon as he gets up, I usually take him out, but he's fine. Um, and my other puppo is my friend Mika. She sent me some really good mail. Oh, and my nice. other puppo is Chris uh, from Carb Face, who sent us tons of candy. He is also my Ooh. puppo. He mailed us, like, a huge bag of candy all the so way heavy. From, from America and, like, Weird American candies that I've never had before, in addition to delicious high chews. High chews are so good. Oh, what man. kind of American candy are we talking about? Okay, so there's these like puffy sweet tart jelly beans that taste oh, like yeah. sweet tarts, but they're jelly beans. And then there's also okay. Starburst jelly beans. Yeah, that's that, really good. That are like Sounds each dangerous. flavor is like two fruit fruit flavors, and all the names are like straw raz strawzy bear. And they're all like weird, and I'm like I don't like grape delicious, and I'm like what I can't tell what flavors what. It's all just sugar, but I like it. And then that one that was sort of like Dunkaroos, but it was like gummy worms and then blue sugar that you dip, you like lick the gummy worm and then dip it in the blue sugar. I'm too afraid Whoa. to try that one. I ate it already, but then I had all that leftover blue sugar and I was like, what do I do with that? And you made raisins, I just which coated, made me laugh so hard. He, well, he also gave us these strawberry flavored raisins. And they're pretty good. Which I tried on their own and they're good, but then I put them in a jar with the blue sugar and I shook it up and then they became blue raisins and then they were even better. I'm saving mine for oatmeal. Oh, strawberry flavored raisins. Is that like a, a, a strawberry raisin? I think no. they just is, coat uh, them in strawberry juice. As okay, they're so, so they are grape raisins with yeah. strawberry flavoring. Okay, yeah, mm. but they do have those weird, like, genetically 
sort of constructed fruit. Like there's the grapples that are apples that taste like grapes. Just oh, strange. crazy. You ever had Very a cucamelon? No. Is it that it's tiny like a, one? It's it, they're tiny. They're about the size of a grape and uh, like a green grape. And it's, it's a, a, a cucumber on the inside and a watermelon on the outside. Weird. So it looks like a tiny watermelon, but it tastes like a cucumber. They're I think I've seen totally photos. crazy. I yeah, think I would like great. that. Yeah, I think I'd be. Yeah. That's my jam. Um, yeah, Chris is my papo. Uh, my papo is also, I guess, the OC. Does that count? My yeah, pop- totally. My papo's the theme song to the OC, California. I never knew uh, who that that guy was in that band. Anyways, we should move on. Yes, uh, Chris. Yeah. If people want to f- listen to your music, if they want to follow mm-hmm. you online, how can they do that? Well, I have, uh, you can, uh, bugincision.com. Uh, it tells you all about Bug Incision. And if you put slash Chris Dadge after it, then you get my website, which is going to be updated uh, any day. <laughs> uh, um, it's one of my uh, COVID projects that I'm working nice. on. Also, cataloging my cassette tape collection is uh, on the on the list. But perfect. And so, yeah, you can hear, and that 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 has links to everything. But I mean, Lab Coast, uh, the band has all the things that you would think we have, and they are just Lab Coast dot or slash Lab Coast. And then um, those are the main things that are attached to me. Um, oh, I have a bank, my own Bandcamp page, page two, ChrisDadge.bandcamp.com. Uh, Nice. And it's uh, got all my w- solo music that isn't pop music. Cool. Yeah. Nice. So you've got like so many different things that you're a part of. I got fingers in a couple pies. Yeah. I like to keep it, uh, keep, I like to mix it up. Potato pie. Yeah. Ooh. That's what I'll yeah. make. And there's going to be some good records coming out this year that I made with uh, Ryan Bourne uh, and Samantha Savage-Smith. I produced and worked on both of those records. They were finished late last year, and when the smoke clears, you'll be hearing about them hopefully soon. And nice. the new Mar- Marlena Moore record I just worked on also just came out last month, and uh, that's a really cool uh, record as well. Exciting. Also, yeah. if people want to see photos of Chester, they should follow Sam. That's right, Sam Sav Smith for the uh, Chester only content on Instagram. I, for some reason, I wasn't following her, and then I saw a post, and I was like, "Holy shit, this rabbit!" <laughs> Got to get on it. Yeah, he's very Blew photogenic. My mind. He's yeah. quite beautiful. Um, Alicia, if people want to buy your book, if you want to buy my book. No matter where you live in the world, you can buy it from arsenalpulp.com. Of course, as long as your country's receiving mail, you can order it on Amazon. You can get it on, if you're a USA person, you can get it on Amazon Kindle. Um, yeah. Cool beans. Yeah. Um, I guess if you want to buy a tote bag from us, you can still do that. Someone just ordered one this oh, weekend. Nice. And I was like, oh, uh, maybe I'll just not go to the post office and because I know how much it costs. So I'll just put a bunch of stamps on it and send it out that way. Uh, So yeah, people can do that if they want to. Yeah. Thank you everybody for listening. Thank you, Dadge and Alicia for like helping this like weird technology Technology. communication. Communication. (laughs) It's working great world. It's working great. It's been a pleasure. I can still see that police uh, blanket, the lights. Oh, yeah. It's so good. It's quite beautiful. (laughs) That's why he was saying, don't stand so close to me. Am I right, guys? He he was on it. He was was on it way back then. (laughs) 
<laughs> yeah, that's a good social distancing song, I guess. Um, thank you so much for being our guest. And, Thanks for having me. Uh, give Chester a pet for me. I hope to meet him one day. Oh, yes, it'll happen. Good. Alicia, thank stay you so safe. much, Chris. My pleasure. Thanks for having me. Sorry you didn't get to meet Hank. He's just staring at me. <laughs> I he feel looks- his vibes. Oh, there he is. By the recycling. <laughs> He's a dark blur. Oh, nice. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's one hell of a blur. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he's a real blur. <laughs> okay, guys. Thank you Bye. so much. Bye. Bye. Potato business. Retail Nightmares has been brought to you by the Potato Growers of BC. Graciously thank you for your continued support. Remember to buy potatoes in big packs. Fresh or old potatoes. Thank you.